Good afternoon. This is Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, each and every Tuesday at 4 o'clock. We bring you the latest medical information and alternative news that you can use for the health and well-being of yourself and your family and friends. Along with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, you will have 150 years of total medical experience. We appreciate your listening and referring us to your friends. Please stay tuned for today's show. Dr. Ron here, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. And with an attitude of gratitude, I want to thank everyone for uh, making this show a great success. And uh, I'll share that with you shortly, but thank you so much. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. We're brought to you each week along with co-hosts Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Today we'll be talking about the American Heart Association and their stance on fats, and we'll talk about subclinical and some hypothyroidism. Subclinical subclinical hypothyroidism is how it was listed, as you saw in in the email blast. And we'll talk about that. We can be reached at docronradio at gmail.com. And if you're on Facebook, please like us at Doc Ron, Dr. Ron Unfiltered Uncensored. That really helps us. And now for the good news, ladies and gentlemen. You can now hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. And there's a free app that you can download. You can listen anytime, anywhere. And Stitcher, ladies and gentlemen, is an award-winning free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discover 20,000 news and entertainment and sports shows. You can create custom playlists there. There's over 20,000 shows to discover. And if you are kind enough to rate and review my show on Stitcher, that helps us with getting placed on a a better list, a discoverability list. And this Stitcher is available on iOS, uh, iPhone, Android, and iPad. And it's available in over 4 million card dashboards. So on demand and on the go. No downloading, no wasted time. And also, because that's why we're so thankful today, we're also on TuneIn, T-U-N-E-I-N, another app that has live, that has streaming uh, instead of downloading. And uh, those of you that had four products, you can uh, have an Android Auto app and that'll stream that tune in right to your car and we're also in the google play store and uh i have good uh, uh, reason to believe we'll be on itunes by the end of the week so with that ladies and gentlemen we're very thankful and you can reach us here of course on blog talk radio and uh now on other streaming radio uh on the internet Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. 
The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And ladies and gentlemen, we can also uh, tell you that you know we have a phone number here to the station at 347-989-8899, 347-989-8899. And as customer, if we have time at the end of the show, we will take your questions. With that, let me introduce uh, uh, two co-hosts. Number one is Dr. Jerry. Dr. Jerry, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. That's great, and so am I. And Dr. Dan, how is Dr. Dan today? I'm fantastic, too, Dr. Ron, and uh, welcome back, Dr. Jerry Bonafortuna. Thank you so much. Yeah. He, he wishes you good luck for being back. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, wish I, was, I wish I was there with you, well, but that's another story. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a lot of information to cover because this uh, – American Heart Association uh, dietary guidelines have been around for a while, and our fear of fat has done a lot for us as a country, and none of it has been good. Most of that low-fat advice comes from the big kahuna of the food information, and who are they? The diet, who is that as a dietary guideline? So about every five years, it's by law, the Department of Health, Human Services, and the Department of Agriculture gets his quote-unquote expert committee together and gives us a new version of the, quote, dietary guidelines for Americans. Only it's not really news at all because since 1980, it's been saying basically the exact same thing. That is bad. And they don't care about science, and we're going to go into that a little bit. Uh, So I have a stack of articles here, and I have to get to them one at a time, so just bear with me. Uh, Let's start out by talking about the American Heart Association. You know, they did come out in the online circulation, online journal circulation. This was picked up by uh, U.S. uh, News and World Report, and basically the, the titles that came out were Coconut Oil is Bad for You, Coconut Oil is Unhealthy, uh, and, and that it's never been healthy. And these headlines cause a lot of confusion for the general population, and also for me, because I can't understand where their, their heads are. And let me explain a little bit about the politics behind the AHA statement, American Heart Association, because it's infuriating. And so uh, you really, their, their latest advice, ladies and gentlemen, continues to promote inflammatory foods like margarine. Yeah, you heard me right, margarine. And please, because of that, please take these guidelines with a grain of salt. We'll try and give you reasons why. And then Dr. Jerry will tell you about the omega-3 and omega-6s. I mean, a margarine's omega-6 is just fraught with pro-inflammatory properties. And and what is the basis of most chronic chronic disease? chronic disease, ladies and gentlemen, it's inflammation. So let's just start with a little history. The American Heart Association was founded by a group of cardiologists in 1924. So what was its purpose? Its purpose was to fight heart disease and stroke by funding research. They also were 
charged with promoting certain public health policies and providing education to the public. With heart disease being the leading cause of death in the United States, this clearly is important work. But their effectiveness is clouded by politics and a questionable interpretation of science. They have repeatedly promoted the replacement of saturated fat with omega-6. Remember I told you, that's inflammatory. Polyunsaturated fats. Got that? In order to reduce heart disease and heart risk. But this recommendation, ladies and gentlemen, is simply not supported by any current research, and I'll, I'll give you some articles about that. Additionally, as with any nonprofit organization, the American Heart Association needs money, and the best place to get that money is from corporate sponsors, which for them includes Subway, Cheerios, and Bayer. In addition, the American Heart Association allows companies to purchase a seal of approval known as the Heart Check Program that can be put on certain food products that meet specific criteria. Some of these products include Honey Nut Cheerios, Orange Juice, and V8 Fusion. The products endorsed by this program are highly refined. They contain highly refined carbohydrates and contain a lot of sugar, not to mention only the companies who can afford to pay the fee for the Heart Check label are allowed to use it. So even for a nonprofit that many corporate with uh, many corporate connections make me question the validity of their claims. And again, I'll just uh, summarize what I feel about nutrition research. Just because nutrition research is based on asking people questions, okay? Uh, people lie about what they eat, don't you? Unless you lock people up in a control and control every aspect of their diet, it's impossible to determine what some of them are eating. Food records, food frequency, questionnaires, and interviews are all inaccurate. And this research is generally funded by government organizations or corporations. And most nutrition research is based on epidemiological data that can only show correlations and connections. It cannot prove cause. So one good example is what, what, uh, why connections don't prove cause. If you take the number of films that Nicolas Cage has been in and correlate with that, that with the number of people who have drowned in a swimming pool, that would be a correlation. Is that a cause? Absolutely not. So let me just go back a couple of years and talk about the British Medical Journal, which is on a par with our New England Journal of Medicine here, a highly respected uh, journal. And in the journal, Dr. James D. Nicolantonio stated that the consumption of saturated fat was criticized back in the 50s when a researcher, Ansel Keys, that's my word, I, I know it was Ansel Keys, he just said researcher, found an association between fat calories as a percentage of total calories and death from heart disease. But Dr. Nick DiNicoliantonio says the findings of this research were flawed. He knows that the study author, who was Ansel Keys, reached his conclusion using data from only six countries choosing to exclude data from the other 16 countries that failed to fit his hypothesis. This led us down the wrong track, ladies and gentlemen, for decades. This, this led us to eat more carbohydrates and simple sugars, and it increased our risk of heart disease. Okay, so this goes back 
50 years of flawed research. And just to give you the final uh, whipping ice uh, uh, whipped cream on this story, there's a town in Italy called Acciaroli, A-C-C-I-A-R-O-L-I. It's south of Naples. Now, to cut to the chase, that's where this researcher, I can't call him a researcher because he lied about his research. He cherry-picked everything. If that was done today, they they, they would you know, probably, well, unless he was a certain uh, political party, they'd write him out on a, on a, on a, with a tarp feathers. But anyway, he ended up re- retiring in this town of Acciaroli. And why is this town important? Because it has the most centenarians in the in the world, okay. And what are the, what is their main source of diet? It's a Mediterranean diet with a lot of good olive oil, okay. So, uh, Ansel Keys cited the highest concentration of the centenarians in the world in 1950 as he sought to establish evidence of the Mediterranean diet contributing to longevity. He moved there with his wife and lived to be a hundred. He did not follow his own advice, ladies and gentlemen. He ate a high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet. So with that, and ladies and gentlemen, the saturated fat has been a myth for years. Uh, The American Heart Association has been cherry-picking data to support their recommendations. Uh, This high LDL, ladies and gentlemen, may not be harmful because most cardiologists do not take into account particle size. And a lot of these diets increase LDL, but it's the large, fluffy ones, which are no no problem, not the small, dense particles, which are definitely increased by polyunsaturated fatty acids, okay? So with that, I know, Dr. Jerry, uh, you've done a lot of work with uh, omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids and the difference between the different beefs that we eat. Where's the beef? <laughs> yeah, where's the meat? <laughs> where's the meat, Jerry? Yeah, basically, um, the Weston Price Foundation did an actual study and analysis. You know, they weren't just, uh, you know, making things up like Ansel Keys or any of these other hacks for the uh, uh, food industry. And basically, uh, there's a lot of misconceptions and disinformation that's put out to the public because they want to sway them you know, into areas uh, of their uh, agenda, basically. So grass-fed beef is often promoted as healthy because of a so-called lowered saturated fatty acid content. But in reality, the grass-fed beef is saturated stearic acid, which is 36% higher in grass-fed versus the grain-fed. And it also has a palmitic acid, which is considered atherogenic, meaning it, it builds up plaque in your blood vessels. And it's virtually the same in both samples, worth the, you know, grass-fed or grain-fed. So if you have equally uh, fatty cuts of beef, you're going to have a, uh, be a higher content of saturated fats in the grass-fed. So, you know, you're getting sold a bill of goods. And that's the unfortunate uh, story. And this was borne out in... Objective science, not airy fairy, uh, you know, stuff that's uh, disseminated by you know by truthful people. So they and unfortunately have an agenda, and the agenda is keep you fat and keep you sick. Uh, you know, most people, like 99%, don't have enough omega-3s, and the omega-6s 
is what Dr. Ron was referring to as inflammatory. You know, so your popcorn, your cotton oil, your cheap, uh, you know, soy oil, they're all loaded with omega-6s. Anytime you see vegetable oil as an ingredient, you know darn well it's soy oil and it's high in omega-6s. That produces what the, a, a hormone called prostaglandin E2, which is pro-inflammatory. So if you have arthritis and you're consuming a lot of omega-6s, God bless you. You're going to be in pain city and popping those uh, aspirin and nuprin and all these other NSA drugs, which actually are going to impede the healing of your arthritic joints. So, you know, they got you chasing your tail, and you're getting worse as you go down the rabbit hole. That's great uh, advice. And, and, ladies and gentlemen, that canola oil is all genetically modified. Absolutely. Uh, just to throw that in. Genetically, all the, most of the, the vegetable oils are come from genetically modified organisms in, in the crops. Well, Monsanto tried to sue that guy Percy Schmeiser up in Canada because they found genetically modified canola on his property, and he had a very shrewd attorney who then flipped the tables on Monsanto and said, he turned around and put a lawsuit against Monsanto and said, your property is illegally present on our property, so you better come and get it off. And he actually won the case. They backed off. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, what the, the bottom line here is that, you know, for 50 years, at Ansel, since Ansel Keys came out with his flawed research, he was able to sell Paul Dudley White. Dr. White was the Eisenhower's physician on this hypothesis. And then, uh, I, I'm not going to get into it all, but the, Senator McGovern uh, saw his colleagues dropping dead, so he he hopped on the bandwagon and promoted this low-fat diet. But uh, as you can see, uh, heart disease and stroke are still number one and two causes of death, even after 50 years of avoiding fat. Our population is getting more obese. We have more diabetes. And that was predictable based on the dietary advice. So the fat-free well, yeah. products have, are dangerous. have not, not yeah. helped us. Well, the other problem, too, is when you start looking at all the TV ads, they're dealing with a lot of essential fatty acid deficiencies. I mean, dry skin, you know, feet and face, scale your flaky skin, cracking and peeling of your fingernails in your skin, lackluster skin, um, small bumps on the back of your arms, patchy dullness or color variations of your skin, mixed oil and dry skin, irregular quilted appearance of your skin, thicker cracked calluses, dandruff or cradle cap, you know, these are all symptoms of essential fatty acid deficiencies. Um, fraying and splitting your fingernails, dull nails, slow-growing fingernails, dry eyes, dry mouth, um, menstrual cramps, premenstrual breast tenderness, uh, excessive earwax, excessive thirst, allergies, all kinds of allergies, craving fats and fatty foods, stiff and painful joints. Pain, night vision, or poor night vision, increased sensitivity to bright lights, uh, sleep issues, falling asleep at night, and also difficulty waking up in the morning and mood swings, anxiety and depression. So, you know, this is all TV ads. What, what, what else is out there? You know, I've missed one, constipation, which is underactive thyroid. But, you know, these fats are so distorted. And, and the, when you start looking at the labels, it's going to freak you out because very few 
you know, products have good quality fats in them anymore. Exactly. And, the, and ladies and gentlemen, what we are, the, the point here is that the guidelines are uh, influenced by the donors, okay, just like the politicians are influenced by the donors. The American Heart Association dietary guidelines, make they, they have no basis in science. They have permitted science to go out the window. They, told, they, they have told you not to eat coconut oil. That's been rebutted many, many, many times. Coconut oil will not kill you, but listen to the American Heart Association might. That would be my take. Uh, well, you know, the, the coconut oil is extremely high in vitamin E. That's why you could sit on your countertop for like five years and not go rancid. And I don't know if you remember the Shute brothers, the two medical cardiologists up in Canada back in the 80s that were touting vitamin E for your heart. And they, you know, they try to character assassinate these poor guys. And, of course, they, you know, were vindicated. But, you know, this is how vicious they get when, when the truth is trying to, you know, be put out there by the by medical people. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so... What, what, what's the takeaway from this, ladies and gentlemen? The takeaway from this is, is first, let's explain a little bit about oil. Uh, you know, you have saturated and unsaturated. And coconut oil is a saturated oil. That's why, you know, but that means it has no bonds on it that can oxygen can attach to. Because when oxygen attaches to something, that starts the rancid product process. Olive oil has one bond. It's a monosaturated fatty acid. It has one bond that oxygen can attach to. So, in reality, olive oil can go rancid. Okay? Uh, so, it must be stored properly in dark glass bottles, filled to the top. If you buy a large quantity of it, it would be best to put it in smaller bottles so there's no oxygen in the bottle until it's ready to use. But it can go bad. So if we know that and we buy a good quality virgin oil that has a country of origin, an expiration date, and not a lot of unsaturated fatty acids added to it, because there's a lot of adulteration of olive oil. Uh, and what Americans seem to like, Jerry, is olive oil that's a little bit rancid. They like that nutty taste. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that seems to be... Uh, the, the consensus that, that I'm, I'm coming to, but that's that's not really good olive oil. When yeah, it's the problem is they got them used to poison, you know, so they think poison's normal. <laughs> yeah, I got, that's a way of putting it. Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, yeah. uh, so uh, uh, if you find, you know, if you have a small uh, grocery that you deal with and you know that they, you have some faith in them uh, because they 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 adulterate it, they they uh, with other oils. Okay, so. All right, Jerry. So, what 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 takeaway besides using co good coconut oil, uh, a, a quality uh, olive oil that's stored properly, knowing that olive oil has to be in dark bottles and 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 stored in, in, in a cool area cannot get heated. Dude, if you're in, and that that you know people say, well, if olive oil isn't uh, fresh, it it's not a virgin olive oil, it won't freeze. That that that's been debunked. Even the junk olive oils uh, get that freeze. They may not freeze as much, but they 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 will get hard. Well, what the other, key is what other yeah, tips? You, yeah. The other tips are this: just think about it. The, you have uh, 80 to 100 trillion cells in the human body, and every cell has a membrane 
around it. And guess what makes up the membrane? These fatty acids. So the healthier your cells are, that means that you have to supply them with good quality fats. And and if the membranes, in fact, they did a study, and I think you have made referred to where they took a hydrogenated a coconut oil, and they literally created a deficiency in animals of essential fatty acids. And what they saw was a progression of degeneration. You know, the lackluster hair, the skin, the fatigue, uh, then the, the health started to go down, and then they had premature death. Well, that's what's happening to the, to the people, to the American people. By putting this garbage, you know, adulterated oils in their body, you know, each cell of your, of your body, the membrane becomes defective. And that's the lifeline of your cells. And when they become defective, then the nutrients can't get out, the viruses can't get out, the, I mean, the waste products can't get out, the nutrients can't get in properly, and then you get degeneration. So the takeaway is you need the olive oil, you need the flax oil, you know, you need the cod liver oil, the walnut oil, all these good quality oils to repair the cell membranes of every cell of your body. So, you know, looking at their high omega-3 foods, mackerel, uh, salmon, sardines, cod, uh, chia seeds, wild-caught Atlantic salmon, herring, tuna, and whitefish. You know, this is what supplies the omega-3s. And the omega-3s, you know, cannot be uh, produced in the human body. The omega-6s cannot be produced in the human body. So the key is you need the foods to provide these essential oils. Now, the omega-9s, the body can produce. So that's not, you know, a real big issue. But the key in the equation is ratios. And they're talking about a a one-to-one ratio of omega-6 to omega-3s. And anywhere from one-to-one to to five-to-one of a six to a three. But today, the the people are having 15-to-one or 20-to-one of a ratio of six omega-6s to threes. That's why the people are getting so... Um, you know, robust, I call them little munchkins, and <laughs> they're degenerating, and, and why they're running to the doctor. You know, the people are worried about the health care system. Well, hell, if you eat clean food, you don't need the doctor. That's the key. You know, if you go to the doctor, he's only going to give you a pill, which is going to make you more toxic, and he's not dealing with the underlying cause. So, you know, if you got psoriasis or you got cradle cap or dandruff, and you start eating good quality oils and your fatigue disappears and your sleep gets improved and your skin looks better, hello, you got a diagnosis and a treatment. It's too simple. You know, so three, I'll give you like six general glaring symptoms of omega-3 fatty acid deficiency. You want learning disabilities. Well, heck, you know, today, if you're normal, you're a freak today in school. It's just the way it is. You know, most of the kids have an ADD, ADHD, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, disabilities and whatever, challenges. But in England, they did a study where they gave the school kids the DHE and the, uh, you know, good quality oils. And and after a six-month period, these kids were, their behavior was so much better improved, their their complexion, their sense of well-being. And it was all because of the diet. So, I mean, it's been proven. It's not a maybe if. And uh, learning disabilities is one major issue that's plaguing our society. You know, depression, I think it's the leading cause 
of disability worldwide, depression. And, you know, all you got to do is get some good healthy oils in your body to, to make the cells more pliable get the waste products the heck out of cells, whether it be in the brain or your kidney or liver, it makes no difference. Organs can function right when that cell membrane is defective. And taking these junk foods, the Crisco, the margarine, all these other trans fats, uh, you know, and the snack foods, is going to destroy you. So you may get a quick high with a carbohydrate or fat rush, but ultimately, you know, it's like the the guy that you pay now or pay later and pay now with a motor job or pay later laying in a nursing home with a tube up every orifice. Um, yeah, you're going to pay the piper. Right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. the the Fram filter. Um, so the, the key is uh, arthritis. Again, you've got to have the omega-3 fatty acids to help repair the joint. And they enhance the prostaglandins 1s and 3s, which are anti-inflammatory and anti-pain. When you keep eating the corn oil, the cottonseed oil, and the soy oil, you're enhancing production of prostaglandin E2, which causes pain and inflammation. In fact, if you take say drugs, which we know are so darn poisonous, and that eliminates pain, that's actually diagnostic that you're deficient in the prostaglandins ones and threes, so which means you're fatty acid deficient. So That's it's a, it's a diagnostic test. If the drugs relieve your pain, the NSA drugs, the aspirin, and, and you know all the other crazy Nuprin, then it's telling you something that you're deficient in essential fatty acids. Eczema, same thing with the skin. Dermatologically, you need the fats to repair the cell membrane. You're not getting it with the Crisco and the margarine. And the, we mentioned the obesity, the heart uh, issues. Again, the Harvard uh, a study out of Harvard Public Health published online, um, you know, showed that 40% of the deaths from heart disease were attributed to high LDLs, cholesterol. Well, where do you get it? From the fake foods. So again, pay now or pay later. That's my case. Well, you made a good case, and, and we make <clears throat> we want to make the case that. Uh, uh, cutting back on saturated fats, ladies and gentlemen, does not does not lengthen life. It can be proven scientifically. Articles that the American Heart Association did not want to consider, like the Osler study, the L.A. Veterans study, the Minnesota Coronary Survey, the Finnish Mental Hospital study, the London Soybean Oil Trial, the U.S. Multiple Risk Factor Intervention, that's called Mr. Fit, and in summary, the, these studies compared the mortality rates and eating habits of over 12,000 men. And the finding that was widely publicized was that people who ate a low-saturated, low-cholesterol diet had a marginal, if any, reduction in coronary heart disease. However, their mortality from all other causes was higher, was increased. So you need the anti-inflammatory uh, benefits of eating uh, Good healthy fats like uh, coconut oil and olive oil, the, they may increase your LDLs, if, uh, as a cardiologist might tell you. But please ask them to tell you what whether the small dense ones, which are bad, or the large fluffy ones. And research has confirmed that the large fluffy LDL particles do not do not contribute to heart diseases. The small dense ones 
that are easily oxidized and trigger heart disease. So avoiding saturated fats, ladies and gentlemen, may lead to poor health. So that's our story. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Dr. Dan's summary on this, and then we're going to move on uh, to uh, the seven signs of that maybe you have thyroid disease. Uh, But for now, let's just hear Dr. Ron in this cryo unit. Uh, Dr. Ron has Rejuvenations Health Center here in Naples, Florida. This is Dr. Ron Repesey of Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa, your place to chill at 239-658-COOL. If you've not heard of whole body cryotherapy and suffer with back pain, joint pain, arthritis, fibromyalgia, or you're an athlete that wants quick recovery from sports injuries, then come chill with us at Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Sauna. Cryo Spa treatments take only three minutes and are supervised by physicians. Sessions are one-on-one in a private environment. Each treatment can also burn five to 800 calories. As seen on Dr. Oz, Cool Cryo Spa is truly amazing technology. Let's hear what Dr. Kurt Biggs, a well-respected orthopedic surgeon in Naples, has to say about Cool Cryotherapy. Hi, I'm Dr. Biggs of the Joint Replacement Institute. Since I started applying the Cool Cryosauna, my patients are healing much quicker and athletes are seeing quick recovery. I recommend this procedure for my surgical patients and athletes. Call Dr. Repesey now to schedule your Cool Cryo trial session, 239-658-COOL, 239-658-2665, located at 1575 Pine Ridge Road in the Noodles Italian Bistro Plaza. Rejuvenation's Cool Cryo Spa. Come chill with us. That's Dr. Ron, son number one. He's doing a great job down there with the athletes and relieving pain. And uh, these these athletes who are training for triathlons and uh, this high-fit program, they're able to train uh, more often because of the cryotherapy that he's giving. He has the only nitrogen chamber here in southwest Florida. A three-minute uh, treatment and uh, it's absolutely incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very affordable. And he also has a, a LipoLite lifestyle for weight loss and anti-aging. And uh, you can reach him in Southwest Florida. So, Dr. Dan, any comments on our fat discussion? On on your uh, fat uh, fat discussion, um, it's been uh, it's been shown as we uh, as I uh, mentioned previously. Uh, with some doctors who have brought up uh, Dr. Sinatra. Uh, I believe his first name is Stephen, not Frank. <laughs> I don't think he can right. sing. Okay. Um, that after the age of 65, you have to be very, uh, you have to be careful with the fats because actually the fats are good for us. And that includes the LDL uh, fats, which most people think as soon as your LDL's up, Terrible. Terrible. You're in, you're in bad shape. Uh, you you can't have an elevated LDL. Well, according to uh, the latest, that's not true. We actually need the LDL, which makes us live longer. And it seems like the longer you live, the longer you live. <laughs> Meaning, you're if you made it to this age, you made it to 65. Well, it's a good chance you might make it to 90. Made to 75 is a good chance you make it to 95, 100, provided you take care of yourself and nothing serious happens. Um, fats are actually good for us. Um, and remember when we went to school, Ron, when they said uh, that the uh, the cholesterol should be uh, 200 plus our age? Correct. Now I don't know what they're saying it is. Is, is it still 200? Is it under 200? 
Zero. Um, they want to sell zero. statin drugs. Yeah. They want to sell statin. That's the bottom line. They want to sell statin drugs, and all the articles, or I'd say 99.9% of the articles on statins come from drug-sponsored research. Right, and as far as I know, if you get too low on your cholesterol, it can be dangerous. But can cause cancer. I don't cancer. even know what Let's just I've... say it. It can cause cancer because cholesterol is an right. antioxidant. And, uh, of course, th- there are so many negative side effects that uh, go along with taking statins and, uh, the, uh, and these medications that bring our cholesterol down that it, that it seems like the negative effects outweigh the positive effects of that so-called 2% we talk about that can help half of the 2%. Uh, who have uh, serious inflammation problems, maybe someone who had a heart attack. Uh, statins may may help them to some degree, but um, you don't want the breakdown of that muscle, the rhabdomyolysis, which I told you in my own family uh, was a very serious situation for over a year, and the, these drugs could not be taken. So the statins, which they feel... Some doctors feel that everyone should be on statins today. You, you get the well, let's, 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 let's stick with oil for now, Doctor Dan, because okay. I think it's important that you know the even even the coronary heart disease and heart disease in general, uh, the probably the underlying uh, disease is inflammation. Okay, and and that's why we we're telling telling you about the omega six acids. They are pro-inflammatory. Okay, and you don't need a drug or anything to get your uh, to get good fatty acids. Okay, omega three fatty acids are in che- like doc- well, doctor doctor Jerry just went through uh, the whole list. Okay, uh, and you could take a good high quality fish oil supplement. All right, uh, and and you know what? These omega three six combination one to one has been found in study after study to stop inflammation in its tracks. I just want to throw in a few more anti-inflammatory foods before we move on. That's beans, nuts, colorful veggies, and fruits, especially avocados, ladies and gentlemen. Get your guacamole. Avocados are really good for you. Do not buy into the hype. Seasoning and the flavor boosters like ginger, chives, garlic, or onions, and shallots. They will help you keep a lid on inflammation. Get rid of those inflammatory foods like sugar, dairy, uh, the omega-6s, uh, the trans fatty acids. And just as a note, you know, if a food has less than half a gram of trans fatty acids, it can be listed as no no fatty acids in the food. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Well, you know, right. that, well, segues, that segues us into the hypothyroidism because... What causes systemic inflammation? Hypothyroidism. There you go. And that's the big problem we're actually dealing with, inflammation. Am I not correct on that one? Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the key in the equation is that hypothyroidism is not being diagnosed properly. And we all know that. These, the blood tests are not accurate. Especially in women. Exactly. You know, postpartum depression is one of the main causes is hypothyroidism from the stress of, of childbirth. Right. 
And, you know, it's, well, it, it, let, let's, have let's yeah. start, uh, uh, Doctor Doctor Jerry. Uh, yeah. How about what? What are some principal reasons where you would uh, uh, where there's a high incidence of underactive thyroid in America? Are there are there reasons why we have so much oh, thyroid problems. It, yeah, it, it's a no-brainer when you start to think about it. First of all, wide use of chlorine to disinfect the water. You know, in Germany, they use ozone because they know from World War One that chlorine gas is, is so damn toxic. In fact, the swimmers won't even go into a pool in any event that is chlorinated. So drinking chlorinated water is like a death sentence. It's a slow death. Um, also, the halogens, you know, the bromine the, that they used to bleach the bread products. You know, back in the 60s, they were using iodine. But God forbid, you know, the people were getting too healthy. The thyroid started to work. So they took the iodine out, put the bromine in, and then you have the fluorine in the toothpaste, okay, and then the public water supply. Well, they dramatically, um, you know, cause the thyroid to be underactive. You know, even, even you, you buy a new car, and guess what? It, it, the plastic inside the gas is giving off bromine. So that's all suppressing your thyroid. Uh, increased exposure to pesticide. I just had a fellow in from New York who had, like, uh, you know, a handful of pesticides in his thyroid. He, he grew up on a farm, and, and he also had some kidney problems. Well, guess what? He had a virus in his kidney, some mercury, heavy metals, and all these pesticides, and he has osteoporosis. Well, you can chase your tail treating the osteoporosis if you don't correct the thyroid problem. And you can't correct the thyroid problem until you get rid of the pesticide. So, you know, you have to start thinking differently. Uh, pesticides are so prevalent today, and, um, you know, they're spraying the, the foods that are being stored in the warehouses, and, and then we're eating those contaminated foods, and we're getting them. Uh, mercury fillings in the mouth, they leak 24-7 mercury. That suppresses your thyroid. Uh, your polyunsaturated fats, uh, according to Ray Pete, interfere with not only the production of thyroxine, T4, or, yeah, T4, but the circulation of the thyroid hormone and the utilization of the thyroid hormone. Um, iodine deficiency, really a big problem. 50% reduction in urinary iodine excretion between 1970 and 1990. Whereas the Japanese consume 89 times more iodine than Americans do on a daily basis because they eat sea vegetables. So the bottom line is they have the lowest cancer rate of any country in the world because of the higher iodine levels. Anyway, and the last one is vaccinations. That's a major uh, initiator for causing hypothyroidism. So, you know, you have chlorine, uh, bromine, fluoride, pesticides, mercury fillings, polyunsaturated fats, iodine deficiency, and vaccinations. They're doing a number on us. And just as a little plug, um, on July 24th to the 31st, there's the immune defense uh, seminars that's coming on. It's free to the public. Uh, if you go to my website, icnr.com, that's icnr.com, you click on the link on there for the immune defense. It'll take you. You register. It's absolutely free. And you'll see 36 top experts, international experts, talking about the immune system. And the thyroid is a major, major component of the whole immune system, and it's being misdiagnosed in a big way. So anyway, that's my two cents, and um, you know, hopefully people start to wake up and uh, get better. Well, you know, you know, people. Uh, 
how many times do you hear, uh, Jerry, I'm feeling tired, I can't concentrate, uh, you know, I'm having changes in my hair, my weight, I feel blah. You know, and it could be a, you know, a lot of things, but these these could be symptoms of a low thyroid. And I Absolutely. agree with Dr. Jerry. They're, they're, the tests are not foolproof, okay? I'm not it's saying you shouldn't have them done, especially if, if it, it could be that it is an autoimmune thyroiditis. Uh, because if you have autoimmune thyroiditis, uh, I think I, this is one area where Dr. Jerry and I disagree, but Dr. Starr and I did agree on a prior show. Uh, but there are other ways of diagnosing low thyroid function. And one that goes back to uh, what drew us together uh, years and years ago, the Broda Barnes way. And uh, I'm going to let Dr. Jerry explain the numbers uh, of uh, 97.8 to 98.2 is what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for, they don't want to listen to Broda Barnes' 20 years of research, and he correlated, um, you know, the different temperatures, and he got that functional range. But uh, the key is there's so many common uh, symptoms like you know, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, chronic fatigue, muscle weakness, TMJ, uh, temporomandibular joint dysfunction, cold hands, cold feet, thinning of the hair, coarse hair, hoarseness, dizziness, ringing in the ears. I had a woman in from Texas, and the poor thing, she's been around the horn, and you know, they, everybody couldn't wait to get rid of her. And she wanted me to do all kinds of dentistry on her. And I said, Dr. Ron, I said to her, you can't start dentistry. You have an underactive thyroid. She was wearing a collar that was so unique. It should be in the Smithsonian Institute. It had three layers of inflatable rings to support her neck. <laughs> I swear to God. It was a Rube Goldberg par excellence. <laughs> and and the, the joke of it is she kept fighting me, you know, about, well, when am I going to get better? And why can't we do the dental work? And, this, and finally, she sends me... An email yesterday, thank you, Dr. Smith. I'm starting to feel better. Why? Because we're cleaning out her thyroid, and the thyroid's getting better, and her neck's getting better, and her ringing in the ears went from a 10 to now like a 4 and 5. So, you know, most people don't appreciate connecting the dots, and then the doctors have been so dumbed down because this information that Eugene Hertog back in the 20s, you know, found out about, you know, the relationships of thyroid and all these symptoms has been expunged or erased from the medical books. So, you know, when people have palpitations of the heart, they give you a drug to control the palpitations instead of looking at the thyroid. When you got poor memory, you know, they start giving you, uh, you know, amphetamines and uh, uppers, you know, to, to keep you motivated. It's ridiculous. Constipation. Oh, take a drug. Poor digestion. Take Nexium. You high, know what I mean? High cholesterol. High cholesterol. Take statins. You know, you got rashes. Put put this cream on it. Put the steroid cream on it. Uh, you know, you got acne. Put this cream on it. You got menstrual Joint bleeding. Pain. Oh, exactly. Joint yeah. pain. Cramps. Elevated. Cl- it, it, high blood pressure. So they're not trained to look for the underlying cause. And it's exciting as heck when you start to nail the problems and the patients get well. Yep. And and that's the beginning of the problem, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the thyroid is is one endocrine gland that's the gas pedal of our of our, our endocrine system. Okay. And it there's a if you have overt, I mean, 
even a, a first-year medical student can diagnose hypothyroidism in an overt case. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about uh, the thyroid that is just under the, the 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 blood test results, and that's when you need to get yourself a good thermometer and take your axillary temperature every morning. And if it's be if it's around ninety-seven point eight or less, your hypothyroidism, you have hypothyroidism, and you need treatment. Okay, and now you you know, is there a non-drug treatment? Well, I I think there is. I'm gonna ask Dr. Jerry. I think some some uh, supplementations uh, might be tried first. Would you agree well, with yeah, that? The, yeah, Dr. Ron. The big thing is any organ that's not functioning. There's a reason for it. You know, they talk about autoimmune disease like Hashimoto's, for example. Well, the body in its infinite wisdom is not going to attack itself out of the clear blue. There is a reason. And, you know, perfect example, I had a, a young woman that was 24 years old, and she was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, and it turned out she had cytomegalovirus in a post-wisdom tooth extraction site in her jaw. So the virus was in the jawbone, and it migrated through the lymphatic system into her thyroid. And she also had an orthodontic wire bonded to her lower teeth to prevent them from shifting after the you know teeth were straightened. And stainless steel has nickel in it as a hardening agent. So the nickel ions had migrated into her thyroid. So cytomegalovirus and nickel in her thyroid, the body was attacking it. That's your autoimmune. And once I got rid of those two issues, her Hashimoto's totally disappeared. I've seen this over and over again with patients. I mean, and, it, it's so simple. And that, that's the point I wanted to make. Well, you don't have to jump right into a drug. You need exactly. a naturopathic or, or a physician to – maybe you are gluten insensitive, okay? You're a gluten sensitivity. And the antibodies to gluten antigen are the same ones to the, that will attack your thyroid. So if you have a gluten problem, nine and a half chances out of ten, you have a thyroid problem. So maybe taking care of the gluten problem will take care of your thyroid. And the other problem is the glyphosate. You know, they're spraying the wheat, and, and that's creating, you know, intestinal uh, porosity or leaky gut uh, syndrome. So it, it just goes on and on and on. And this, this poor guy that grew up on the farm that was in today, uh, I... He had kidney problems and thyroid problems, and guess what? He had glyphosate in his thyroid and glyphosate in his kidneys. Hmm. There you go. All right. So, so what we're talking about is if you have these symptoms of feeling tired and brain fog, and you know, uh, you want to get checked. You want to do your basal body temperature in the morning. Okay. You want to know, see if you're getting enough iodine. That, Dr. Jerry mentioned that, but that's really important. You know, because if we were all were getting enough iodine, I, my question is, why are 27 million Americans dealing with thyroid issues? And that's the ones that, that the mainstream knows about. And as Dr. Barnes said, that's a, it's a diagnosis that you have to suspect. He called it the unsuspected because people don't think about it. So it, it's, it's important that you get a good physician to understand what's going on metabolically, Get rid of uh, agents that might be causing your thyroid to not function properly. 
get you on a good supplement program that contains selenium and iodine and zinc, which are all important for your thyroxin uh, uh, to to uh, uh, work properly, okay, and, and, and clean up your diet. Okay. And the other really sleeper, do, yeah, Dr. Ron, is if you got a lot of dental work, you know, root canals, third more extractions, yeah. uh, mixed metals in the mouth, you have, a, you know, a steel partial, some gold crowns, silver fillings, you get galvanic currents, and the mercury gets out and gets into your thyroid. If you have infections in the teeth, they're going to migrate into your thyroid, and, you know, Vaccines, you know, you you know, you got stuck with a nail right away. They shoot you up with tetanus. So, all these things, you know, pesticides, they're all getting compiled in that poor little thyroid gland, and you could, you know, push it with a, a hormone prescription. But again, you got to clean the filter. You got to clean that organ, and uh, you know, you got to look for a good naturopathic doctor or a medical doctor that's open-minded, and uh, you know, we'll go down these other avenues because. You know, a three-minute visit is not going to solve your problem. No, and 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 Dr. Jerry is—he uh, he forgot to mention—and he he mentioned fluoride. But ladies and gentlemen, how many of 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 our audience uses fluoride in their toothpaste and in their mouthwash? You know, poison. I mean, he mentioned you know tons, right? And it's a poison. yeah, and and. And just, you know, the one part per million that they say is safe for the public water supply has been shown in the medical literature to cause osteoporosis. It's ridiculous. And, and, and the thing is, anybody, any scientist will tell you, you cannot get a homogeneous mixture of fluoride in the public water supply. So you may be getting four parts per million out of one glass of water that you're drinking versus one part per million, you know, two hours later. It just, uh, it, it's horrible. It's horrible. It is, and, and so so you don't need a, a thyroid prescription right off the bat. If you can right. clean up what you've been doing, okay, make sure you have uh, the right diet, the right iodine, get rid of the, the agents that can cause your thyroid not to function properly. And remember that T4 is a precursor hormone. That's not the one that really makes you feel good. It has to be converted to T3. That's the right. real wake-me-up hormone, right? Well, not only that, I mean, 50% of uh, postmenopausal women are low in testosterone, and the testosterone is a key hormone that helps the conversion of T4 to T3 in the liver. So, you know, it, it's amazing, you know, all these things inter- interlink, and um, it, yeah, it's and, exciting. You know, it's, yeah. just, just on testosterone, I, uh, from, from our prior show, we are one-third... 30, 33% less testosterone in men today than our ancestors. Again, just what you said. I mean, the diet is killing us. Yeah. yeah. The it's synthetic vitamins, you know, um, the coal tar, you know, der- derived vitamins. And, you know, if you have a one-a-day brand vitamin, put it on a teaspoon and hold it over the flame on your uh, gas range, and it'll turn to coal tar. <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, don't forget your toxins, okay, that can be found in bread. Dr. Jerry already mentioned swimming pools and chlorine, your toothpaste. They all can contribute to reduce thyroid production, reduce T3, as well as more antibodies against that precious little thyroid gland, okay? They they could cause this autoimmune response to happen. 
And uh, when your hypothalamus, that little gland in your brain, can't detect thyroid signals, then you really have problems. And, and you know, and everything is connected. I'm not going to simpl- simplify this, and, uh, we'll, but your gut and liver problems are connected to your thyroid. Uh, you know, so I would recommend if I was in practice a good probiotics and get off of any medication that can interfere with your intestinal flora. Really important. Acid yeah, blockers. And, How many times yeah, get some that? good yogurt. You know, good, good yeah. yogurt that's not pasteurized. You can actually. I, I started making my own yogurt, and boy, is that delicious! Uh, I bought a formula online called Bravo, B R O, B R A V O. I think it was forty-eight dollars for a week supply. However, once you make it, then you can make it for life because you just inoculate the next batch of uh, milk. You know, that's heated. And if you've ever prepared yogurt, it's so damn simple. Um, you, you inoculate the next batch, and you can keep making it forever. And, and it tastes good. You can put some fresh fruit in there, some berries, whatever, you know, chia seeds. And this Bravo has 42 different uh, organisms to reimplant the healthy bacteria. And after I started taking it, Dr. Ron, I, I received like a, a, a sense of well-being, a calmness, just because the gut Flora is interlinked with the bacteria in your brain through the lymphatic system. So if you've got a toxic gut, your brain's going to be toxic. And then you get early onset Alzheimer's and all the other neurological issues of dementia and you name it. So, but but it see just, how everything is connected, ladies and gentlemen? Everything that we talked about, the fats, the thyroid, the brain, the gut, the immune system, there's there's a there is a synergy. So we may be talking about one su- one subject, but if you could you'd listen to what Dr. Jerry just said, you, you see the synergy starting to take place. That's the holistic part of it. Yeah, and then you get street smart, and then you start interviewing the physician before you jump into any invasive type treatment. So I I think you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thyroid is a real issue today at least 27 million people with it, probably the cause of a lot of cholesterol problems in our country that do not need statins, and probably the reason why heart disease and stroke are still number one and number two. And just remember, remember number three, cause of of, uh, uh, death in the United States. Okay, 330,000 are maimed or killed in the United States, and 6.6 million hospitalized from physicians and medication errors. So we're we're right up there. We're we're between four and six, depending on what 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 study you look at. That's why you have to be the CEO of your own body. You've got to take responsibility, and uh, that's why we're here. So, Dr. Jerry, we have a few minutes. Uh, we, we, we mentioned Dr. Ron down in Naples. We mentioned the Immune Summit, and I, I, I'm definitely going to listen to those uh, 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 cast, podcasts yeah. in the experts in the field. And, uh, Dr. Dan, uh, any any way to – what did you want to co- contribute? Yeah, I had, to, I had a, a question for Dr. Jerry on the uh, – sure. Sure. Yeah, in the dental field. You mentioned gold as we went through things. Yes. Um, what do you use today for for to fix crowns in the teeth? 
Zirconia. Yeah, zirconia is a crystal. And what's interesting, you brought up a very, very astute point. People don't realize it, and the, most dentists don't realize it, but gold is very dense. And if you ever held a gold crown in your hand, you can feel the weight. So you can imagine putting a three-unit bridge in your mouth. The weight of the gold affects your head posture on your neck. And so zirconia is, is like a featherweight compared to gold. And, and it feels the most natural of any material I've ever experienced. Now, is, is the gold dangerous to well, have in your mouth like... Like the amalgams and so forth? No, it's, it's definitely not as, as dangerous as the amalgam, but here's one other caveat. If you happen to have a mercury filling in your mouth, Dr. Dan, mm-hmm. you get a galvanic reaction, and the mercury that leaks out from the, the filling, the mercury filling, is literally going to get coated on the gold. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not good. No. So in itself, the gold is not dangerous, dangerous, but in the presence of other metals in the mouth, you know, like a chrome cobalt partial or a gold crown or whatever, you're going to get electrical currents, which then affect the immune system of the tissue. And then, again, the weight of the crown. And, you know, you could set up some multiple problems in, in sensitive patients. And don't forget to tell anyone if you pass away to take the gold out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's why they stuff cotton in your mouth. mouth. <laughs> well, we, we talked about last week, Dr. Jerry, while you were uh, treating, uh, doing your uh, work in Italy. Yeah. There was an article that came out. It's, the title of the article was Treating Subclinical Hypothyroidism May Help Migraines. This came out of Amsterdam. So these geniuses did a study and found, guess what? When they treated the thyroid, the underactive thyroid, the migraine attacks improved and the quality of life in patients improved. I read from uh, Dr. Barnes's book, page 67, last week. He said the exact same thing without a big study. Well, yeah, he did it, tw- he did it what, 50 years ago? Yeah. The key in the equation is that They've dismissed Barnes's 20 years of research because they don't want the truth out there. You know, migraine headaches, headaches are, are one of the key symptoms of an underactive thyroid. Yeah, they, they, they did this big study to find that out and made the headlines in, on Medscape. But that's what caught my attention, and, and I said, you know, we really have to talk about uh, hypothyroidism, the unsuspected diagnosis, because... Uh, uh, you know, here it is. People are finding out things that we we, we knew 50 years ago. That's right. That's right. I have a few people on the line that may want to ask questions. Sure. I have someone in the area code 207. Uh, any comments or questions? Not today. Okay. Thanks. All right. Thank you for li- thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Eight one two. Our 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 call in audience is generally pretty quiet. Uh, Seven eight eight oh one. I guess nobody wants to ask a question, Doctor Jerry. So look, let me let me uh, tell you what what a mentor said to someone that asked them how to be successful. So he gave his three tips for success, and I think Doctor Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, uh, with Doctor Jerry and Doctor Dan uh, is is indicative of what his. 
formula for success was. He he said three things. Read something no one else is reading. Think something no one else is thinking. And do something no one else is doing. The three tips mm. for success from a very successful businessman. That's like when you write so, a song. Yeah. I'll let you make that song. The, the, I'll, make, I'll, I'll do the lyrics. You do the music, dude, Dan. Okay. Well, I gotta, I gotta leave you with, with uh, what Steve Jobs had a famous quote. He said, "The ones who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do." Yeah. Exactly. And that's exactly, and that sort of embodies, ladies and gentlemen, what we're trying to do here on this uh, podcast. Uh, and now we're all over. We're, uh, you know, we're on Stitcher. We'll be on iTunes, uh, uh, TuneIn Radio. Uh, trying to give you something you're not going to hear from the mainstream, and try and and make it uh, so you can act on it, and, and at least maybe encourage you to to look further into these subjects, because uh, we're a very sick nation medically. That's why we're going through all this medical stuff on television. It's getting tiring, but we could be a lot healthier nation if we uh, got rid of a lot of the chemicals and drugs in our society. And you so won't need too many. You won't need so many office visits. You can enjoy life more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody's going. I, I, I golf. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm retired. I live in Southwest Florida. I golf, and I just can't believe how my golfing partners are. Oh, I can't make it tomorrow. I got to go to the doctor. Who's taking statins? Who's uh, uh, using toxic sunscreens and, and has no idea that the sunscreen is giving them the cancers that these dermatologists are taking off every couple months. I mean, guys are just—you you can't even shake their hand; they, they it slips right out of you. I mean, wow. they just don't don't have they're, any they're in idea. They're worse shape than I am, Ron. Yeah, you're, you're un-American, Doctor Ron. You're you're taking away the golden goose. Come on, <laughs> guaranteed annuity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's their four hundred one k. Like I said last week, the uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies have the four hundred one k's and the medical students. Because they uh, they give them uh, you know they they contribute to their education in the form of a stethoscope and free vacations, but they get it paid back later when they start writing Royally. those prescriptions. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, don't forget what I told you last week. It's a legitimate article about medical students relying on Google more than critical thinking to arrive at diagnoses. So if they're doing it in medical school, what do you think they're going to do when they get out into the office? So mm-hmm. please be careful. So you can Google it yourself, okay? And uh, please ask questions of your physician. And if you don't have time to answer them, if you don't have, if he says that there is no reason to get a fractionated LDL, uh, you look for another another physician or another cardiologist because if he's just treating a number without knowing what he's treating, he's not doing you a service. And the statin drugs do cause a lot of diseases. So with that, I got a things is, for you here a bit before I go, if you don't yes, mind. Just of course not. Uh, quickly, from uh, I was listening to Bishop T. D. Jakes. He said, "Put your faith into action. So what you believe in, get things moving, so that you get life moving for yourself." And and here's something else too. And I hope this doesn't apply to us. Visiting a parishioner's home for Sunday dinner, the minister placed some green beans on his plate. Intently watching 
the small daughter of the family suddenly exclaimed, Look, Daddy, he took some beans. You said he didn't know beans. <laughs> I hope that's not true about us. <laughs> Just don't let it. me drool. <laughs> right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron here, Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday uh, with an interesting topic. Uh, and I uh, hope that you have the time to listen to us. If you don't, we're on lots of podcasts. We can listen to it 24-7. So thank you, uh, gentlemen. We'll see you next week on the radio. Thank you. Well, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of another fantastic program here at Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, along with co-host Dr. Jerry Smith and Dr. Dan. We hope to see you again next week, Tuesday at 4 p.m., for another great program on medicine and alternative treatment modalities. Thank you for listening and with an attitude of gratitude. See you next week.